The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Susie M. Bruning is a versatile writer and avid traveller. In her debut novel, Leave the Keys in the Visor, she weaves a captivating tale inspired by her trip to Scotland with her father and brother. And Susie joins us now at six in the morning. How are you today? (laughs) I'm very good, thank you. Thanks for having me. So what was the inspiration behind Leave the Keys in the Visor? Actually, I did take a trip to Scotland. I had family members with me, so the book is constructed around the trip that went to Scotland, but that's the bare bones of it. I just used the trip to build the book. So, yeah, Yeah. I was actually in Scotland. I didn't make it up. Um, We did have a trip. (laughs) There were some bumps and bruises along the way, but nothing that, like, the fictional book portrays. So, yeah. yeah. So, without giving too much away, of course, what is the journey that we go on in the book. Natalie Calhoun is a female cardiologist in the United States um, doing a fantastic job at her day life. But her personal life, as so many people can be, is a disaster. And she's forced on this trip into Scotland with a kind of messy father and also a brother that she hasn't had too much communication with. And they've got some stuff in the past that they've kind of had to deal with. And it just turns into a whole quagmire of crap on the trip, for lack of anything else, with Scotland in the background, of course, because that's beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. And what was it about being in Scotland that you felt you had to base the book there? Well, I don't know. I'm an American, so anything outside of our country seems like a good backdrop to use as a book for at least a selling point, you know. Um, and there's whiskey, there's coffee, there's, um, driving erratically, there's castles, you name it, makes for a good book. Um, where, where are you located? Are you English or Scottish or I'm Irish? I'm Scottish, or- yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm like talking to you about Scotland and you're Scottish. That seems <laughs> bizarre. Uh, 
but it was great. It was great. We were in the Hebrides, Ooh. which um, for people who don't know are the islands off the coast of Scotland. And um, they're fantastic. They're a little, you know, it's it's a great place to spend time and run around the islands in little cars. But the roads are very, very small there, as you probably know. Yeah. So it can lead to some disastrous moments if you're not used to it as an American when we have these very large paved roads. So, yeah. I mean, all all the ingredients were there to make a great book, I thought, so that's why I did it. Did you base the book in the Hebrides, or was it other parts, or maybe various parts? We, I, it starts in Edinburgh. Um, I know I'm not saying that correctly <laughs> to you. Um, I don't have the Scottish burr. Um, and then we fly out to the Hebrides, and then we go up into the Highlands in northern Scotland. We end up at Culloden. Um, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that was a place that I always wanted to see and it's included in the book as well. So, yeah. And then, um, they fly home. Uh, there's a day spent in Wales, which is gorgeous as well. And then, um, yeah. And so through this circular motion through Scotland, we're also kind of dealing with the soap opera that is this family's dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. But with in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, there's some comedic moments in the book as well. So how did you strike the right balance between humour and the underlying darker themes of the book? I think anytime you have siblings in the mix, I don't know, do you have any siblings? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, and I think anytime you have siblings and family, I don't know about your family, but I mean, just in the mix of our own humor, I think there's a lot of dark stuff that comes in and out. I mean, I work for a hospital. Um, I've worked for a hospital for 25 years. So there's a certain amount of um, very gorish, mortuary kind of humor that slips in every day. And I think that's just how you cope with it. It's impossible not to be that way. So I think um, that my personal life, kind of that kind of dark humor splits in and out of all of my writing. Um, I just can't help it. And I think a lot of people can really sympathize with that, especially when you're dealing with family stuff. You know, it gets uh, outside the lines and a little bit, a little bit uh, blurred when you're dealing with family stuff. So you can't help but laugh at even the dark stuff. You know, it's always there. And um, especially when you're on vacation, it's not going well. You have, you know, these familiar problems. And it was actually pretty easy. But I love, love, love dark humor. I think it's a hysterical thing. I know it's not for everybody. But especially when you have siblings in the mix who do it as well, I think it's fantastic. It makes a book really funny. And I can't imagine reading a book if it's not at least a little bit funny. (laughs) (laughs) The protagonist of the book, Natalie Calhoun, is a cardiologist navigating a man's world while facing her own personal challenges. So what was it that inspired you to create such a multi-dimensional character? Well, I work in the world of cardiology, so that's pretty easy. It's second hand to me. Um, I'm not a cardiologist. I work with cardiologists. So that was pretty easy. Um, And I think, I mean, I see it firsthand. I see people who are very much, and I don't think it has to deal with just the life of medicine. I think I see people all the time really holding it together at work and being the very best at work, um, but still having this mess of a life 
offside, off out of work, but nobody really knows about it. You know, it's just something that they're holding together on their own. So I think that creates a great dynamic to have an individual, especially a female working in a man's world, holding it together there, but like having all of these other side problems that most people don't know about except for her own family. Yeah. Yeah. So it made for a very complicated person. And was there a particular message that you wanted to convey through her story just um family and love and forgiveness and um just the pathway that a person can take to overcome certain obstacles in their path but still making a very enjoyable read at the same time so you know watching her from the beginning to the end and discovering the journey that she takes uh, in order to figure out her family and her own life, I would say. And the title of the book is interesting because it's Leave the Keys in the Visor. It's quite yeah. a catchy title. What does that mean? And why did you call the book that? This was kind of the most interesting um, part of traveling out to the Hebrides. Um, we rented a vehicle, um, but it wasn't like the shiny Hertz Avis situation. Like we met a guy in a parking lot. I don't know if anybody else has experienced this or gone out to celebrities. And, you know, it was kind of like a very, uh, beat up sedan that's seen some better days. And he was just like, here's the keys. We signed very limited paperwork. And he was like, okay, off you go, have a nice time. And then we were kind of like, wait a second, like, what do you want us to do with this car when we're done? And he was like, oh, it's fine. He's like, when you're done, he goes, you're leaving from here, right? And we're like, yes. And he goes, that's fine. He goes, just leave the key or leave the car in the parking lot, leave the keys in the visor. He goes, I'll just come get it some other time. And we were like, okay, that sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) And that is in the book. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But it yeah. was um, the most loosely uh, engaged rental car that I have ever gotten, for sure. I mean, I felt like it was kind of something that he did on the side of sheep farming, possibly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you could tell me. I don't know. Where do you live in Scotland? Yeah, well, I live about halfway between Glasgow and Edinburgh, so I'm pretty suburban. But I guess in the islands, I think a lot of people are farmers, aren't they? Yes, I believe so. And I think he was doing this as a side gig, which is totally cool. It just wasn't like our usual, very um, standard contracted rental car situation that we were normally used to. Yes. So that was, you know, that became the title of the book because there is a scene where they get this car and they're like, wait a minute, like, what do you want us to do? And it kind of fits into the whole crazy family, crazy vacation crazy everything that is going on Um, because the car does break down and um, that brings together the main protagonist and the male lead of the book as well. Now, were there any difficulties that you faced when you were trying to get the book published? Well, yeah. I mean, the publishing world is very, very difficult. It's competitive. Uh, I've been writing for a long time. I write for the local newspaper. Um, I do op-ed work um and the the book went through a lot of editorial process it was workshopped and i felt like the book was going to get or be the best it was going to be at that point but i don't know if anyone's gone through the aging aging process trying to get an agent trying to get it out there it's just hard i mean it's hard you have to have very thick skin um and eventually you know you just grow very tired of it and so yeah i just kind of went out on my own and decided to put it out there in the world and this is where i'm at yeah i'm happy <laughs> about it too yes <laughs> has it worked i mean have you got a good reaction from it yeah i mean at this point um i have had a lot of family and friends and recommendations and people i think people especially in the state of the world right now is looking for a humorous novel i think the keys is a very humorous novel um it's an escapist novel um you're on vacation with this family with crazy antics so I think a lot of people have really loved it. I mean, if you're like me and you survived COVID in the medical world, I was looking for an escape all of the time. So I think that's what this book serves up. That's what I want it to be. It's got a little humor. It's got some serious family drama. It's got a little romance. Um, I'm trying to put my best spin on it. And um, yeah, so people have been very happy. Um, I have, like I said, I'm trying to get word out there. So more people outside my inner circle will start reading it. And I don't know when you started writing it, but was actually writing the book a source of escapism for you during the pandemic and maybe even after it in more recent times? Yes. I wrote it before the pandemic um, and actually did most of the editing process during the pandemic or before the pandemic. Then, you know, um, I started the aging process to try to find an agent for the manuscript. 
right before the pandemic. And then as you know, like everything just kind of shut down, like the world as we know it shut down. And I think that was a long period of time, especially for me working. I mean, I would like a lot of people are at home, but I was going into work every single day. And so I think at that point, especially watching so many people pass away and die at work, I think you get to the point where you're like, I don't care about this anymore. I put all this work in it. Life is short and I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there because I'm tired of waiting. And I think especially, I mean, I think everybody had a sense of mortality those three years and you're just like, okay, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to start doing it now. And then my father is, uh, you know, I did take this trip with my father. My father passed away, not during the pandemic, but after the pandemic. So, I mean, everything kind of came full circle for me. Absolutely. You were working full time even before COVID. So was it difficult to find time to actually get down and write the book? Well, the book was mostly written before COVID. I think I I spent most of like COVID, like it just kind of sat there. It sat there in limbo. The book was written mostly before that. I did some editorial stuff during COVID. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but you know, if you want to write, it's not a glamorous affair. I mean, for those of us that work part-time or full-time and try to write, I mean, it's like pulling your hair out, trying to get stuff accomplished. So um, to anybody who's written a book and been a mom, been an employee, been anything else as well, it's a challenge. And you should congratulate those people because it's hard, so hard. And that's another reason why I just put out there, when you put this many hours into a project, you want it to see the light of day for sure. And were you glad that you got it done before COVID? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, COVID sucked the life out of everybody in the medical field. It was all consuming. It was depressing. It was like the best and worst of times as far as like me bonding with my employees, but like the worst of times and dealing with things in the hospital. I just don't think that I would have had the capacity to um, write this during COVID. It was a good thing that it was done. I, I read a lot of like very sugary, sweet novels during COVID. It was like I couldn't read too much that was serious. I had to have something light when I came home. So I did a lot of reading during COVID just to escape. Um, the book was pretty much done and um, I was just sitting on it essentially during COVID. Well, have you got any ideas for any future books if you'll find the time? Oh, um, yeah, I think I'm back up into the what I would call the mood of writing again. Um, I'm thinking about if you can believe this or not, like a mix of uh, the great British baking show with Pride and Prejudice with a little murder mystery in it. Yeah. Wow. Little crazy mix like that. Yeah. I love Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) It's like my favorite novel. So I'm trying to figure out a way of um, blending the great British baking show with Pride and Prejudice. How are you going to blend the two? Because they're two very (laughs) different works, aren't they? Oh, I think, you know, I mean, Pride and Prejudice is done like a million different ways. Um, But I think it would be easy to have two competitors, uh, Darcy and um, Elizabeth Bennett, portrayed as two, you know, future pastry chefs competing it out on the Great British Baking Show with all the other entanglements as well. I like I haven't I've, I've written like a small part of the beginning part of it, but yeah, I think it's possible. I've got to like map it out a little bit more in my head, but um there's been stranger pride and prejudice put out there. I'll tell you that. Yes, for sure. There certainly has and <laughs> 
I think it's finished now, but at the start of this year, there was a Great British Bake Off the musical running. So Shut you up. could do really? anything with it. Yeah, there was. I think it was in London at the West End, but I think it's just finished. Hopefully it'll come back. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I could see a Will Darcy and Elizabeth Bennett hashing it out on the yeah. Great British Baking Show with like the, you know, um, the the very glaring ant getting involved and I you know I have to figure out how, where I, I don't want to like exactly follow Pride and Prejudice I just want like yeah. a, a subtle hint of it um, but if they can make a musical out of the great British breaking show um, yeah I think I can do like a Pride and Prejudice great British breaking show for sure yeah I think so <laughs> well in the meantime where are we able to find this book, Leave the Keys in the Visor? It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's on Ingram Spark. It's on like all of your online platforms. And it's also on my website at susiebreathingauthor.com. And it's available on all those platforms. So you should easily be able to buy it if you, if you would like to do so. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you here on the show. Okay, well, thank you so much. It was great to talk to someone from Scotland. Yeah. When I wrote my book. <laughs> Scotland, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.